God, I'm so jealous of you guys smoking inside. It's a free country out here in my house. It is. <laughs> Actually, not really, because I'm like, we can smoke in my room, but like not in the living room. <laughs> anyway, that's funny. You're I'm long house. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's the thing is I don't want to smoke in my house. I just want to smoke like in someone else's house. Welcome back to Thoughts and Prayers. Yeah. Today we've got uh, someone who... Yeah, I don't know. Uh, not controversial at all. Friends with any everyone. No mm-hmm. enemies anywhere yeah. on any corner of the internet. You know, it's or... just just everyone's friend, center center of the road, moderate, um, <laughs> very sociable and kind, and not autistic or abrasive at all. Basil from the internet. <laughs> Basil from the internet, and we have some exciting news because Basil and I actually uh, get to be together today from an undisclosed cave in the hills of Tora Bora. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> if anything, it looks like you're recording from a cave in because <laughs> you're like in a construction zone. Yeah, That's I'm not going to reveal yeah, my location, but it is Tora Bora-esque for sure. It's classified. It's one of the documents that they're getting Trump on right now. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, I saw some shit was happening with Trump today. I actually read nothing about it. Did something, like, big happen? I couldn't I couldn't tell you. All I know is that this one random, like, lib guy I talked to for a week has been, like, posted a, a TikTok stitch of himself, like, nodding along with, like, a reel of, like, Trump indicted, make face 100 years. He's like, I'm like, oh, my God, I'm going to kill. Like, people live like this? Like <laughs> I was dealing with other other drama today that had nothing to do with Trump, but I did see a few Trump posts. But anyway, yeah, he's going today... to jail for a hundred years. We're breaking him out. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> today, Q was the one who was kind of uh, getting his his hands dirty in the in the mix on Twitter. I know. I feel a little guilty. I regressed a little bit today. I, I had a bad. <laughs> I took so on the day of the smoke. I took a bunch of Valium. Um, and then I told everyone for the next two days that I was sure it was a conspiracy because I didn't remember any of the day. But I was... <laughs> that smoke in the city got me hacking up for real. Got me wilding out on the timeline. But anyway, I luckily I left my Valium at work so I didn't have access to it for the next two days. But I'm still kind of... This morning I was still coming off my haze, like texting my therapist, like, I'm so anxious. But anyway, I got into it. I guess we could talk about it. I got into it with Amy Therese. So sorry, Amy. Listen, I I told I was like, listen, this uh, it's not personal, it's drag. On the timeline, you guys are everyone's out here selling takes, throwing elbows. You gotta be able to put up with the heat and like, if you know critiques go left and right. Listen, I'm an Amy apologist. I will own up to it. I'm an Amy Therese apologist. I find something very affable about her. I don't know what it is. I can't help it. But yeah, I saw it and um, I was like. I'm just here to enjoy myself, GC style. I'm not getting involved. I just, the thing with me is I'll chimp out whenever I feel like someone goes for my, one of my friends. Um, and she went for it. She went for David. So I, I felt, I felt the need to jump in. That's how I yeah. felt. Yeah. Well, I have and- too much of a reputation for me to jump in like that. I'm, I'm like, I have to really pick my battles. I really so- soured my name out there in some places. <laughs> Wow, the new and improved Basil, the peacemaker. In my, 
in my vindication, nice girl era meeting, you know, doing a tour of all my favorite mutuals, you know? I mean, I spend like, I would say 15% of my time on Twitter defending Basil too. So I greatly appreciate it. I don't know. But yeah, I just, I mean, I don't know, whatever. What's wrong with Basil? I ask it all the time. What is so bad about, what's wrong with Basil? I don't get it. I don't get it. Well, I was actually telling Basil in our our hangout today that um, I often will have someone be like, "You do you actually believe what he says? And then I'll be like, well, do you not believe it? And then realize that like most people believe what Basil says, the majority of people. Yeah, I think it's just that you don't pull any punches like you pull zero punches. And so it's just yeah, it comes across harsh. It's two things. It's like I feel like 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 he was saying, like everyone does low key. Everyone agrees with what I'm saying. My whole point is that we are censoring ourselves because we understand there's a censorship regime that we are living under. And that's like the whole point. And then it's like on top of that. Who do you agree with 100% of the time? It's like, oh, do you believe with every, agree with everything that Basil says? Like, no, I believe it. I'm saying it. Why has everything been having an implication of, like, what I say? Yeah, I mean, I'm carrying around this book about the Cultural Revolution, which I haven't read a single word of yet, but I will read it eventually, at least partially. And I, my, my, I can't wait till I actually stop being lazy and start reading it because I want to make a ton of comparisons to the Cultural Revolution. Very in, James Lindsay in, Hill in China and what's <laughs> and what's happening now. Because I do think I there was that really funny clip on like I forget if it was MSNBC or CNN, but they were like they had this Chinese guy who had like lived through the Cultural Revolution on, and he was like, oh, I see a lot of that in America right now, and they were like oh yeah, like the tr- like Trump, like Trump is trying to stop people from talking. And he's like, oh no, I'm talking about like- What you all, people what, do. What you guys are doing, <laughs> yeah. Like all of the like double speak and wrong think and everyone's losing their jobs. Like he was like, that's very, you know, cultural revolution. And like, the, I remember the MSNB, I need to find that clip. The anchor was just like- Do you remember when Chris Matthews, <laughs> do you remember Chris Matthews back in the good old days when, you know, when we were all Bernie tarts, um, was like he won something and like Chris Matthews like that's it they're gonna drag us out in Central Park and shoot us down in the streets it's like because you're telling on yourself that's exactly what you want to do to your enemies the second you fucking get the chance and it's like I didn't know then but I know now they do they want I mean like the whole and I used to say this too I someone was like I can't believe you were truthful on the timeline about voting for Hillary Clinton and I was like I did vote for Hillary Clinton I'm not gonna lie about it but back when, like, I was a lib, we always said, like, well, all the conservatives just have to die. People say that all the time. That guy that I just said who uh, did the, the stitch with the TikToks, that literally would say that to me all the time. And I'd be like, ha-ha. Well, that was what started my uh, my Twitter beef with Madam Sandler. <laughs> oh, the, the, other, the other thought. Yeah. <laughs> the poor man's thought. No, this is yeah. the... <laughs> But no, I mean, I with Q, your thing, Q, I mean, people like Amy Therese, like, she can sure as hell dish it out. So she should be able to take it. That's how. And I think she does. I think, to be yeah, fair to me, again, the Amy Therese, yeah. she does take it. I feel like she's very, like, but she's in there to, you know, it is. Yeah. It's it's a fucking battlefield. It's a it's a it's a media marketplace. We're all out here fucking throwing bows. She said some hilarious shit, too. Let me, where's my phone? Because the funniest thing she said really cracked me up. And I was like. I was like, she is, um, she, it was funny. Like, it was smart. Hold on, I'm going to find it. It was like, when she told us all, oh, you and your group chat are just crying and sodomizing each other. <laughs> 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 I 
Oh, here's what she wrote. She wrote, the bratty sub shit lib desperately needs to vote for RFK Jr. and blame Amy Therese for COVID lockdowns. Lest they simply admit that the queers vote for Democrats as a block because they hate normality and decency and love sodomy. Whatever works for you. And then she goes, and then she does in quotes, I'm a flaming libtard homo who votes for the party of flaming libtard homos would be a lot easier than your song and dance. And then she said, nobody likes you, Amy. That's what I said to her. And she goes, sorry, sassy pants 97, but your homosexual group chat isn't the real world. You can all hate me and I'll never get around to figuring out your names because you're non-existent to me. Cry more. Cry while sodomizing each other. I don't care. Capiche? Listen, listen, the bitch knows how to turn a phrase. <laughs> oh, I thought you kind of got her with, it seems like this is what she was responding to, but your thing about like, well, you better stop taking meth before they lock you in a COVID concentration camp. <laughs> everyone, everyone was getting into, you know, everyone, you know, everyone's having a little fun on the timeline today. I feel like it's like, and she didn't block you, right? No. So didn't. there you go. I feel like she knows what she's, this ain't her first rodeo either. Yeah, for sure. I'll send something nice to her. I'll be like, you're funny, Amy. I forgive you. <laughs> With um, love from Basil. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, well, we're here today to discuss multiple things besides Basil and mine's uh, IRL reunion in this uh, Pakistani Pashtun cave. Is that no Pashtun? Something different. It's the language. Yeah, not pa- not Pakistani. Lord have mercy. <laughs> yeah, we were in an Afghan Pashtun den. You know. Yeah, but we were uh, watching. Uh, did you watch any of the show? Eh, I bet you didn't. I didn't know. <laughs> I will say, I will say to anyone listening, if you or more likely like a woman in your life likes like Vanderpump Rules or Shaws of Sunset, especially, it's so it's like for what it is as like this reality like ripoff of the Kardashians, it does what it's, it hits. Watch it. I recommend it. I think it's actually a very good representation of the Afghan American community. Well, let's say that the name of it, it's a Hulu show called what? Secrets and Sisterhood. They need to change the name. Secrets and Sisterhood. Yeah. And it's um, 10, 10. Mm-hmm. So any men out there who think they're being longhouse, let me tell you, it could be worse. Literally. It's 10 <laughs> Afghani sisters living in the greater Los Angeles area. Although they go to great pains to make it seem like they're living in the nice LA neighborhoods, mm-hmm. but they're all in the Valley. Yeah. For sure. Um, and they're basically just like living their life. And Basil and I watched like three episodes of it just now. I watched the whole season. Basil watched watched I watched the whole season. season. <laughs> I rewatched three episodes. And our goal today is to tell A, because he didn't do his homework, about um, Secrets and Sisterhood. And then we're going to link it to the rising anti-LGBT Muslim sentiment across across the country. That's such negative framing. That's such negative framing. I like to think of it as broader Muslim representation, uh, Muslim representation, increasing Muslim representation in the broader anti-left movement. Okay? You know, it's like, it's it's Christian conservatives, social conservatives, anti-leftists, and Muslims all raising their voice together in, you know, in protest for the indoctrination, blah, 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 blah. But that's how I would frame it. Okay. So let's start with the show. Just we'll tell you a little bit about it, A, because there were some really hilarious moments. So there's 10 sisters, four of whom were born in Afghanistan. And then the family came over. They, like, say vaguely during strife. But I don't know what was happening in Afghanistan at the time. But they came over in the 80s. And then they had six more daughters. So, like, the divide in the family is the six daughters who were raised 
in California and the four sisters who were born in Afghanistan who are much more traditional. They all have heavy Kardashian-esque mm-hmm. Botox makeup. They're definitely trying to look like the Kardashians. A few of them have BBLs. Oh, for sure. Yeah, a few of them have had the, the, butt, the butt done. Even uh, the uh, really... traditional ones? No, no, no. The oldest one has like a kind of blown up face. Like she played with filler a little bit too much. So who, like, you know, it's like, <laughs> yeah. But early on, they do also establish that like their dad got murked early on in their transition to America. So immediately no father figure. So it's like, just to give you another added aspect to that. Okay. And they have a fake Afghani restaurant that they run in LA. They're not rich. We kept pointing that out. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of them have like normie jobs, but they're trying, you know, they're trying to become It's giving like 2007 living beyond your means on credit vibes. A yes. Little bit. Yes. <laughs> they drive Porsches, they have yeah. lots of fillers, but their houses are like relatively modest for LA yeah. houses, you know. Um but there's a few really funny storylines I feel like we should talk about. They have a fake bisexual storyline. Yes. The youngest, who's my favorite, Hamida, is like a thotty a little bit, you know? And she fully pulls out of her ass a fake. I'm like, I'm into like exploring my sexuality and maybe like, you know, being interested in girls. But she literally cannot even say it. The producer has to like pull it like teeth because she's like, it's so fake and contrived. <laughs> she also has the oiliest skin of all the sisters, which I think is a really big oppressive. That's why she's lashing out. It's because her skin is so greasy. <laughs> yeah, she just can't. She can't handle being the oiliest of the sisters. So she, they, they make her go on a date. Well, I think she... well, let's introduce another sister. Okay. The, the fifth sister is her name is Shakur, and she is very like black coated. Mm. She was like one of the original ones who like left the family, got emancipated, and tried to have like a rap career. So like she always has like cornrows in, and she's always like talking like girl bye. girl, what you talking about, child? Because the thing is like with Abgans when they got here, they really have like two choices. They could either go like fully black coated or fully like white coated, and you see that dynamic with it because it's fucking ten of them. So it's like yeah, one of them is like I'm a rapper, all but she's married to a white man. Of- <laughs> she's married to a white man and very not black coated. She's mm. 38 and still wanting to wait to have kids, which I've never, I've been friends with many black women and they all have like 15 year olds by then. So Surprisingly <laughs> few kids. already we're getting to the basil pill here. Oh, sure. She's like, he's my Viking. He's my big, strong. I'm like, girl, she just like me for real, for real. <laughs> well, it's a common theme throughout all the sisters because like they love to get played out by white men. Number nine in the first episode is like, I'm in love with this hot Croatian man and we are going to get, we're going to move in together. We're talking about marriage, talking about kids. Second episode, she's like, so yeah, I'm single. Um, it just didn't work out. And I'm like, oh, Afghan girls love getting played out by white men myself like you know it's like and then she vaguely accuses him of beating her but doesn't even really do the full accusation right it's very much like he was very controlling he was very like dismissive and 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 the abusive and the the black and the black coated sister is like did he lay his hands on you girl yeah (laughs) (laughs) um and she's like i don't know a little but she can't really get herself to say you know, but yeah, it's it's great trash TV. It's I think it's great Muslim represent, not Muslim Afghan representation, not in like a the sense of like this is what we should aspire to be, but it's like oh no, there's thousands of these bitches in Orange County. There are thousands. Like you, we need a spotlight. It's like oh, it's it's wonderful. I love trash TV like that. So it's like for me, it's right up my alley. I was like, oh my god, representation, not to be a, a faggot leftist about it. 
Yeah, and there was other, like, funny aspects of it, too. Like, I was telling Basil, like, this show couldn't have been made 10 years ago because everyone hated Afghani so much. Right, there was still so much baggage. And it's like, now it's like, I feel like we're... I, I think we just, literally, before we jump on the pod, they just broached the T word, and not not, not tranny, Taliban. Um, <laughs> so they, uh, they, like, flashed, like, some... Because their mom, their her storyline is like she's like I want to go back to Pakistan. I assume because she's so deeply embarrassed of her thotty daughters. <laughs> <laughs> but they're like, wait, it's not safe there in that other country. They just took power, and I'm like, bitch, me and you, we're gonna go back to. Which you know what? This reminds me of a quick story. When I went to Afghanistan, right on the way back in Dubai on our connection flight, I stopped at Starbucks, and there was another Afghan girl there, like dressed like very like in Afghan clothes. But we talked in English, and it was like she was just as much an Orange County thotty just like them, but she had just spent a month and a half in Afghanistan at the same time that I had been there, like during the Taliban time and stuff like that. She's like, and now I follow her on Instagram and I see her in the clubs, like with the fucking sparklers and like, I'm like, (laughs) why can't we make these things work? Yeah, I know. I I just saw a story about like that the Taliban had shut down all the, uh, the opium production or whatever so look at that win after win after win sorry cia is not going to be happy about that but sorry junkies and drug traffickers and money smugglers and all that sorry another win for the taliban i wanted to blow up your spot basil because you have are those condoms over there i thought you were both (laughs) those are that yeah hello well (laughs) that is not condoms oh what is it? It is literally um, Rogaine. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> and I know the struggles of you know uh, keeping the yeah, hair. Yeah, it's, it's rough out. But there. to be honest, I I haven't used it, and it's like I feel like just working out has like I don't know increased my overall health, and my hair is like getting thicker again. So I'm like loving it. Okay, good for you. Okay, no condoms. He's he's giving both. I'm Volcel again. Um, you know the the spirit is willing, the body is. You know, I'm only a man. I'm a red-blooded American man, okay? Let me live. You're volatile um, in between. <laughs> you know, sometimes you fall It's like me trying to constantly stay sober from benzos and, like, resisting alcohol. It just calls to you. What can you say? Anyway, Twitter's a dating app, so anyone out there, I'm halfway to my goal weight. If I, you know, we're on a fitness journey. Yeah, you just need to great. find your right wing baby. Your your uh, right wing body. No, right wing bodybuilder. Like the little, oh. like a, a, a Nietzschean Baptist right wing oh, bodybuilder. Okay. But I gotta get him to convert. Is the thing. Yeah, I didn't know what RWBB means, but it's right wing bodybuilder. Yeah, right wing bodybuilder. Oh, I thought it was right wing BB too. And also yeah, yeah. to bring it back to the show, that girl who married the white guy got him to convert, and I was like, Lord, I see what you've done for others. I'm just asking for it for myself. <laughs> But she won't have babies with him, which I... So the weirdest thing about the show is there it's, like, ten sisters, and they're all in their 30s and 40s, and as far as we can tell, none of them have kids. Right. It's And I said it's because they, like, del- they did, like, a little, like, lip-tart girl boss thing, you know? It's, like, one of them is very explicit. Like, it's, like, our religion is very oppressive. And I'm, like, you're a fucking heretic and a fucking, what's it called? Like, a Pied Piper-ass bitch. Like... But, you know, it's like, it's I very much that where it's like they all went to college and then like probably a lot of them secondary, whatever. And it's like delayed anything. And it's because like, you can't really like, you're not having kids out of marriage. That's like a huge plot point this season. Spoiler, she has a miscarriage. Well, she claims she has a miscarriage, but Basil and I thought maybe she aborted it. Q really like opened my eyes. I was like, damn, really? Maybe? Maybe? Yeah. I don't know. I was like, maybe a child sacrifice to get the show a second season? <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> 
Yeah, because she was like, um, she was like, oh, they yeah. have to do a di- dilation and whatever it's called, like clean her out. I don't know what the, I don't know what the, let's <laughs> scoop it out. <laughs> Which can happen during a miscarriage. Yes, yes, yes. Whatever. I don't, I don't know what, I don't know about all that business. That's, that's <laughs> not my business. <laughs> what you got going down there? I don't know about it. I guess the other thing we'll talk about before we get to the Muslims in America is that they do have this like intense respect for their elder sisters, which I actually thought was really kind of touching. Um, And they do like they and Basil kept explaining to me that that is like a very Afghani thing, like like very big deference for your older siblings, whatever. And I also thought it was funny that they kept calling them like they're the elder sisters. It reminded me of like army deep debriefings where they'd be like talking about like tribal elders. It's like, oh, we had a meeting with the tribal elders, the elders, the elders. It's like these thoughts in Orange County <laughs> in LA. Also, like we have to confer with the elders before we bring up this pregnancy to mom. It's like. Anyway, it's very funny. I, I recommend it highly. And I do think it's interesting because I do feel like this show came out after the Taliban takeover and all the pearl clutching about the Taliban taking over. But as far as, I mean, I hate to say it, but like the news hasn't really been able to muster up any like great Taliban atrocities. I wonder, I, I promise yeah. you, if they broke a fucking finger on someone that she would be like oh my it's like the fact that you do not hear it on the news that there was like some sort of mass atrocity should be a like a very like light bulb in your head like to be like oh maybe any whisperings i might hear on the internet from fucking someone one degree removed from the state department blob telling me that there's a hazara genocide or there's a mass femicide maybe i should take that with a grain of salt (laughs) well what What about the lgbt book clubs (laughs) <laughs> right, right. Someone literally in my today in my in my mentions jumped in was like, well, how could because I said something where it's like there was this like you know LGBT Muslim stuck for the law. Sorry, that's like so like I can't even bring myself to say it. It's horrible. <laughs> but then it's like someone jumped in was like, oh, but in the Taliban they're hunting down gay people. And I was like, and I was like, that's literally not happening. And he brings me a source from Reddit. <laughs> and I was like, I what do I even do with people like you? Like I can't I can't do it anymore. I don't have the zeal for it anymore. Well, and the other thing is, like, what did Afghanistan do in the first place? Like, what did they do that? Why did we go there? (laughs) Also, it's like at this point, it's like, mind your business. All right. Why do you care how someone on the other side of the planet lives their life? There's no fucking mass atrocity. There's no this. There's no that. There's no. It's like. And then you know who it is? Usually it's it's radical feminists and like homosexuals uh, who get in, like homo conservatives, homo cons, those types of people who make gayness their their politics. And it's like, sorry, sweetie, we literally do not have a conception of gay. We don't like, there's no gay genocide. It's like, and it's like, do you think people don't fuck in their butt even though it's con- like de jure illegal? It's like, we used to, before Lawrence v. Texas, there were sodomy laws on the books homosexuals lived in the United States where sodomy was illegal and Gore Vidal lived in an America where sodomy was illegal in many fucking states. It's like you people are delusional and you are like repeating like defense industry talking points. And then when I say the CIA are leftists, (laughs) I get fucking retards in my fucking mentions, but it's like, yes, the CIA are leftists because they're in coalition with defense, pharma, finance, and tech. I can't with these people anymore. I don't have the... I'm too old for this shit. (laughs) Well, let's read the CIA's um, most recent uh, tweet. Because I think that that is worthwhile. Um, It says, this is their pin tweet. CIA's 2023 for Pride Month is welcome. 
cum spelled C-U-M. No, and, and, and they say they they say welcome stands for wellness, equity, LGBTQ plus, community, openness, and then the last one is me. LOL me. But the fact that they have an acronym within their acronym, so like it goes down, ver- it goes down vertically and then across horizontally, assuming that you have to go down vertically again. It's like And then they say Pride Month is an occasion for all of us at the agency to pay tribute to the rich history, community, and mission contributions of our LGBTQ plus officers. And then they have a picture of the front of the CIA building and it says Pride, and then in the on the I it does CIA. <laughs> shout out to the shout out to the graphic design intern who did that. <laughs> but it's like it's so true. It's like for the past for the fifty years post World War II, the CIA and the defense industry and all that stuff would get us to get on board with like interventions across the world, whether it's like the Balkans or whatever, based on like ethno religious um, ethnocides, basically like you know some sort of ethnic ethno religious violence. And then it's like all right, well you could go into like there are people who. will go in to be like oh what really happened in serbia what really happened in like all that shit but today what they do is oh well there's actually a minority that exists in every country and you know what it is people who are same-sex attracted regardless of the fact of whether in their culture in their country that same-sex attraction relates to an an, uh, immutable identity or whether that's a complete western conception from modernity doesn't play into the whatever it's like i could ambiguously weaponize this thing called LGBTQ whatever and be like, oh, we got to liberate the the faggot Ugandans, like Ted Cruz is saying, because Ted Cruz is a GOP leftist. <laughs> I'm smoking one of Basil's menthols now to clear my lungs, just to get some, <laughs> to get some, uh, to get some menthol. But they're marble menthols. They're not Newports, just in case any of my racist friends are out there listening. Um, <laughs> I do have a question for Basil. How many Afghanis immigrated during the war in the last 20 years oh the last 20 years i'm gonna still assume millions but if you count from the soviet invasion millions upon millions it's like we are one of the largest diaspora communities in the world you know it's it's especially like a place like pakistan iran and then it's like then you consider europe as a block and then america as a block millions upon millions but i always say the war is over it's time to go back okay but I say it's time to go back in uh, reverse chronological order. So if you left yesterday, you go back today. And then we'll go backwards until we get to people like me who came, like our, my family came in the 80s. I'll go back eventually. Don't worry. I'm right behind you. Go ahead. I want to get sent back to my uh, home country. <laughs> We're deporting everybody. <laughs> yeah. I would. I think we should give What's it back. What's your home me. country, Hugh? Well, we should give we should give the U.S. back to the Native Americans, and we should oh all, my god, we should all we should all go back to our ethnic. Like, I would just go back to Germany. Well, this is getting into my race plating territory because we're now we're talking about like unhinged racial poli- politics, where it's like, oh, we're all gonna go back to like our mythical, like you know, where it's like, maybe I got here forty years ago. I I I know which street my parents were living on. You know, like my parents. But it's like, once you get into like, oh, we got to get the land back to the Native Americans, an absolutely retarded idea. And if anyone's listening to that and says shit like land back, you should be embarrassed from yourself. But um, <laughs> people who do shit like that, it's like, especially if you're white, if you're, especially if you're white, oh, Lord have mercy. It's like, it goes to my thing where it's like all bourgeois political kayfabe, especially on Twitter.com, is um, a manifestation of an unaddressed race play fetish. 
the degree to which you're insane in doing that on the timeline is the directly proportional to exactly how unaddressed your race play fetish is. So, for example, you say stuff like, yeah, you know, I believe in systemic racism. You probably don't have that much of a, a problem with your race play fetish. You know, everyone, you know, everyone gets into it about, you know, everyone situationally could get it, could understand the appeal. But if you're out there on the timeline talking about, like, kill whitey and white genocide and land back and da-da-da, I'm like, baby, I know what that portal alt account looks like, you know? And it goes on both sides, too. That's the leftist side. It manifests on the right where they're all like, I'm a literal Nazi, but they all have Asian girlfriends. Yes. We so. talked about the we talked about the Asian Jewish master race being currently form- formulated <laughs> in Brooklyn. Where would you go back, A? Do you know? Uh, well i mean that that's the thing about like what i was like with homeland like i'm 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 all mixed up so Mm. i don't even know like i'm half i'm half jewish like german jewish dad or mom's side on my dad's side oh you're not not, yeah yeah So With our we can still say anti-Semitic things. Oh, that. okay. Well, you do you get birthright? I guess is the question. Do you get a birthright? Yeah, yeah. I, I okay, can. okay. It counts. It counts. Yeah, but um, so where would they go? Poland. Well, no. Well, they're from Germany, but yeah. It was <gasps> is that their original homeland or whatever? You know, like how far oh, back? You'd have to go to go, Israel, like, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> If your parents were born here, you really have no place for you to go. If it's like if your grandparents were born here, there's really no place for you to go. My parents weren't born here. Like I have very shallow roots here. It's like they could deport my ass. If they like I talked to some of my right wing friends out there and they're like, oh, repeal like obviously because the thing is like no one's talk actually talking about repealing the Immigration Act of whatever, 1960, whatever. Like that's not a real thing that's in political contention. But some of them like to talk about it. And I'm like, right, right, right. But uh I get to stay, right? <laughs> It's like I uh, I get a green card marriage or something, right? <laughs> I so, like you and I going back to Germany. Eh? What were you gonna say though? Yeah. Oh yeah, I would chill in Germany for sure. Do like just like a K hole in Berlin, you know? I was gonna yeah, ask like Berlin or like Bavaria. Like, what's the vibe? <laughs> Berlin is 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 uh, Sodom and Gomorrah. I gotta see Kit Kat yeah. one time, you know? I gotta like put on the harness <laughs> and go check out Kit Kat one time. But you sounded like you were going to ask a real question. Well, right? no, I just want because so I feel like Basil's race play take. I feel like I just want to expl- explain that a little bit because that was something that I didn't really understand for a long time. But then like all of a sudden it did like click for me what you were talking about. And, all right. So um, what's your understanding of it? Yeah. Well, like, I don't know. Like, I. Like, you see I mean, it everywhere. I, when you see it, you see it. it's like pornography. When you see it, you know it. You know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, it'd be like the the like non-white person, some you know, like a, a kind of a woke social justice warrior, black or Asian or something, and screaming all day long about like you know white supremacy and we need to blah blah blah. And then like they you know they have a white boyfriend or whatever mm-hmm. you know like stuff like that, but. It, but it, it was like what what got me to I don't know why this is the thing that stood out to me or made it click. But I just saw and I've already shared this with y'all. But like this tweet that I saw by like some woman who was some, you know, like lib woman rant, like kind of um, describing or to me, it almost started to sound like fantasizing about a uh, like MAGA takeover of the country. 
And she says, can you imagine a maggot country like maggot spelled MAGA with a T? All white, 65% male, all men carrying AR-15s, able to marry 13-year-old girls, no education, (laughs) (laughs) only religious indoctrination, forced pregnancies, incest, staggering poverty, a white Christian version of Afghanistan bliss right? <laughs> and if you click read more it says and they tie me down and they hold my arms down and they just pin me down and they breed me over and over and over but you had to like subscribe to her uh twitter plus or whatever to read that part <laughs> but it's also it's a hundred percent true it's like once you see it you see it everywhere but it's also the inverse too where it's like if you see like a kind of like it doesn't necessarily have to be, but it usually is like a very like soy-ish kind of like soy boy type of guy, a leftist, you know? And it's like, oh yeah, I'm so passionate about like land back and whatever. It's like, baby, I, I promise you, I've talked to him in the DMs and we talk about uh, going to the decol- DSA decolonization caucus and picking up like all types of POC pussy. And like, <laughs> if you're a mid white guy and you want to fuck like Asians and Browns or whatever and really get into like that, I'm a conquistador, I'm John Smith, I'm, you know, uh, Captain Hook or whatever, go to a DSA decolonized meeting. You will, it's like shooting fish in a barrel, like for real. It was like that gay guy that everyone got mad at for saying that he wanted his white boyfriend to hold him down and pretend that he was Epsteining him. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. <laughs> but that's the thing. It's like, I need people to have shame. I need I need to live in a society where we publicly denounce degeneracy and all of this shit while privately understanding because we are all adults that people do all kinds of things in the back room in the dark when the demons are whispering. Like, I just need people to be like not posting about wanting to go to Epstein's island on the timeline. Yeah, well, and then your thing too is that you can kind of like resolve this tension if you just admit to yourself. Mm-hmm. It's the dissonance. Yeah. It's the dissonance that leads them to be like, kill Whitey, and I actually hate my white ancestors, and blah, 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 blah. It's that dissonance. Whereas for me, my politics are perfect because I fully have like inter- like accepted all of my things and whatever, and like I could keep that in the bedroom. Or, you know, when we're talking on the pod and I've had like maybe one too many drinks, you know, it's like. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, I hear you. I th- I do think it's funny to view the world through that lens. And these, these. I mean, yeah, are- it's it does just like you'll you'll start to notice it once you'll you see like, it. You'll yeah, see it. You'll yeah. go through Tariq Nasheed's fucking uh, timeline. Okay, go watch yeah. Buck Breaking and tell oh, me if Basil's lace play take does not hit over and over again. I promise you. Yeah, we. I need to watch Buck Breaking. I never have. I know A's seen it. I actually watched it. Yeah, a long time ago. <laughs> In the good game, it is absolutely <laughs> crazy. Yeah. He has. There's just to be clear. There's no historical evidence of, of Buck Breaking, right? I I did write a paper. I had an African American history class, and I did write a paper one time about like forced breeding and like slave breeding and like. I well, listen. I was. I get to write about this shit. <laughs> so what's happening? I I actually haven't followed it greatly, but where is this Muslim uprising happening against? 
the the LGBT. Well, last week, last week it was in Montgomery County, Maryland, and uh, ah, not to like dox yeah. myself too much, you know, not to dox myself too much. I do have like some connection to the Washington D.C. area, and like I did live there for a little bit, a little stint. So Montgomery County, like, is like, oh yes, I know a good crab cake. I know about Old Bay. So it, that was nice to see. It was there. And then today it was in Canada, but I don't know where it was in Canada. Canada is irrelevant to me, um, except for, like, the few Canadians that I like who we want to take as refugees. The rest of it can go fuck itself with their fucking smoke and their wildfire psyop bullshit <laughs> to get us into climate lockdowns. You guys go fuck yourselves. I hate Canada. We're taking your tar sands and we're taking the hot ones. And the rest of you go fuck off. <laughs> Oh, also, to say that, so we're taking the hot ones, this whole uh, sisterhood and secrets thing, I feel like it's part of, like, a Sil Silvio Berlusconi type of uh, foreign policy where it's like, we will take the hot women, hot being, you know, a relative term, and keep the men yourself, and we will take the hot women. It's like, that also goes to my race play take. Yeah. So what? It, so the, basically these people in Montgomery County, D.C. area, uh, public school district, like, they're... Um, they want what? They want that these Muslim Americans want right. LGBTQIA plus um, so, education out of their out of the right. school. So as we all know, because of wonderful accounts like Lives of TikTok, whatever you think about the person who runs it, because of the utility of what she did in curating these examples of uh, indoctrination in the school, where the teachers are teaching your kids that they could be born in the wrong body. Period, which is what we need to like is the main. And issue. real quick before Basil continues, I want to point out. Libs of TikTok was only made possible because of the lockdowns, because suddenly parents were watching their kids' Zoom classes mm -hmm. and witnessing these education things. So I just want to make, I just think it's funny that leftists sort of shot them in the foot and that shot themselves in the foot in that way. Anyway, keep going. Yeah, and the nurses, and the nurses led to that because the nurses went on TikTok to do their stupid fucking psyop dances, which led to the teachers, which are basically <laughs> like faggot nurses. We're like more useless, sorry, <laughs> to be like more useless nurses. <laughs> But um, to, to get on TikTok and for us to all see it, and that they're teaching your children in public schools that they could be born in the wrong body, regardless of what's on the curriculum, regardless of whatever, anyway, not to get into it. But yeah, no, what we're seeing is our Muslims, who for the past 20 years have been like a pet of the left, because, you know, these Muslims come here, not just from Afghanistan, from everywhere. They come here, they want to assimilate, they work hard. And they get their kids into college because they view education as like a very like that's your ticket to the middle class. So all their kids go through college and whatever, become doctors, lawyers, whatever. Or some some of them obviously become like want to be black rappers and like drug dealers and shit like that. Like obviously that too. But the vast majority get very educated. They have high incomes, etc., etc., etc. But they are still Muslim. Alhamdulillah, we keep our religion. Okay, we rem so what we're seeing now is Muslims, rightfully, as has always been the case, teaming up with, like, conservative Christians, actual Christians, not the type of Christians that say, like, oh, we put a pride flag in our church and have a drag queen, at, you know, not the utilitarians or whatever the fuck they're called, Unitarians. <laughs> um, them teaming up in order to push back against this type of, like, indoctrination, leftist indoctrination and, like, censorship indoctrination in kids' schools. And I actually, there was a big post, I'll, um, I'll read it, from a gay guy that caused some uh, contention in uh, some of my, well, actually, I ended up leaving this group chat because it got so dramatic over this, but I think it's interesting. So um, let me read his post because 
I thought it was I thought it was interesting that this happened. Oh, so I know this, this guy. This is Storm. Storm is yeah, a nice guy. Storm is so Storm has twenty one thousand followers, and he tweeted, and this caused like a huge gay, um, you know, like Twitter meltdown. But he goes. I'm going to piss everyone off with this one, but I'm going to do it anyway because I think it's important context for the culture war. I won't read it all. Born Born This Way is an oversimplified rhetorical device peddled by activists to shut down any discussion about the cultural and environmental factors that contribute to homosexuality. The truth is there is no scientific consensus that people are simply born gay. Researchers don't know what mix of genetic, hormonal, and environmental factors cause an individual to develop homosexual attraction. But most evidence lends itself to the idea that people are born with biological predisposition to become gay and environmental factors ultimately determine how or if those dispositions are expressed throughout our lives. Given that gay people are very, very likely aren't simply born this way and that largely unknown or unclear environmental factors are significant, albeit non-initiating contributors to homosexuality, it seems reasonable for society to allow a great deal of personal agency for families to determine when and how, if at all, to introduce their kids to so-called LGBT culture. So and I will, that, I will so, take cre- a little bit. So, of- so that that caused just a, ooh, God, I'm gonna like burn myself <laughs> smoking inside. Uh, that caused a like meltdown on gay Twitter. I will say, I will pat myself on the back because Storm is like in those like homo conservative type of like spaces where I'm like very much like no, I have like you know whatever. But it goes, it's very true where it's like in the 90s, we're all old enough to remember, in the late 90s, early 2000s, the gay gene was very much in the discourse. If you were watching Sally Jesse Raphael, if you were watching fucking Geraldo, if you're watching Oprah, Oprah if you're watching Ricky Lake, uh, what was it? Um, all those people, they were talking about a gay gene. And they would have people on talking about gay genes like, and it was because these libs worship science. We've all learned this during COVID. They worship science. They can't, they distrust their intuition in the moment. They only can trust things through, you know, uh, retro, like looking backwards, ret- um, scientific studies mediated through their institutions, whatever, whatever, whatever. We all know this, like the bit. But it's like they were using that gauging discourse to shut down any type of um, pushback to codifying sexual orientation in the civil rights regime okay today they do the exact same thing with the gender stuff because they say oh well actually there are brain scans and actually testosterone levels and actually intersex even though 99.9999% of people who call themselves trans are just regular men or women pretend you know but they'll bring up intersex as a red herring because it shuts down the debate with normies because normies are liberals and blah 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 they they worship the science you know but it's like Oh, as soon as they get that shit codified in law, that shit will go the way of the gay gene. No one talks about the gay gene anymore. They never fucking discovered it. They never got, that was never conclusive. And it just got shunted off because they got what they wanted, which was sexual orientation and protected in the Civil Rights Act. I promise you, as soon as they pass the Equality Act to amend the Civil Rights Act to include gendered identity and expression, we'll stop talking about brain scans and born in the wrong body. They'll be like, oh, who cares? You can't say anything now because now it's a, it's a hate crime. So... No one is born gay. Gay is not a real thing. Gender identities are not real. Sexual identities are not real. Having same-sex attraction is something that is naturally occurs and has always occurred throughout history. But the, the category of homosexual was invented in the 19th century. Gay was invented in the 20th century. Stonewall was a psyop, blah, 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 blah. We can get into it. Well, that's something else, too, that is a, a, a take of yours that is sort of counterintuitive but super interesting is your your kind of perspective on the Civil Rights Act. Well, my whole take is, um, I I take you know I'll I'll be I'll uh I'll be 
moderate basil as I'm known to be, you know, moderate, centrist, reasonable <laughs> basil. I'll take the Ann Coulter approach. I'll say this, and I'll say it the way Ann Coulter would, might put it. The Civil Rights Act was passed in order to address the, le- the historical legacy of slavery in this country. It was meant as a uh, racial discrimination of what we consider a pro-social type of racial discrimination in favor of Black Americans and against other, other races because of the le- historical legacy of slavery. But what happened after that is you have the addition of women. You have the addition of people with sexual orientations. Now they want to have the addition of people with gender identity and expressions. And what the civil not, rights... Not to mention, Ann Holter would say a bunch of other racial groups that weren't discriminated against in the same way. Exactly. They just lumped them all in into racial discrimination, and even though the, the act was meant to be for Black Americans. So I, my whole critique is people fucking caricaturize me and fucking strawman me. Is it like I'm some sort of like wacko who hates trains? I can't like be in the same room as a crossdresser. Blah, blah blah. It's like no, we can keep keep blah, blah blah. Should you be allowed to change your sex in law? Should you be allowed to have gender identity expression protected in law? Should people be fired if they don't accept your play pretend? And it's absolutely, my opinion is absolutely not. So it's like it goes back to the civil rights regime because that is the mechanism by which the powers that be censor us and control us because it's all of our companies all of our jobs all of these online platforms with their terms of service have to adopt the federal baseline which is to say that you cannot you know racially discriminate whatever whatever and how do you feel about the racial aspect or the, the women aspect or the sexual orientation aspect the gender identity aspect is so pernicious because yes, all of those things are abstractions. No one is black, you know, capital B, the way the New York Times put it. No, no female is a woman with a capital W and a TM at the side. But we can accept those abstractions because those are innate to us. The abstraction that you can pretend to be a woman and you are a woman is such a denial of reality and that it imposes such a strict level of censorship in every arena of public life that it's like, once you lose that, you can't have any other political discussion because everyone who's going to be anti the war in ukraine or anti-vax or anti-lockdown is more likely to also believe that men can't be women and that men shouldn't be in women's prisons one thing ann coulter would also say because i've heard her say it which is interesting is that you know the first expansion of the law which was like problematic was the fact that um like you know there was a real apartheid state she acknowledges this and it's true historically for black americans um a large portion of this country did have uh you know a real like apartheid system essentially like south africa had and she was like the civil rights act was meant to address specifically that and then its expansion past those groups was kind of unfair because those it, it got expanded to like Asian Americans, for instance, who didn't experience the same situation right. and also did not have the same level of economic loss that you could argue Black Americans have. And even on its own terms, right, the Black American aspect in addressing the racial um, legacy of slavery and all that stuff in apartheid, it was even when it was passed, expected by the legislators who passed it to be, a, and the judges who interpreted it, to be a temporary solution to try to like bring the country together. It was never meant to be an indefinite thing. And my position is, 
I really, I'm sorry, you cannot convince me that if the Civil Rights Act didn't exist, every fucking business and whatever would immediately start discriminating against black people and segregating and all this. You cannot convince me of that in 2023. Even if we got rid of the Civil Rights Act, Amazon would still have a civil rights act as part of its business model because they want to make money. You know what I'm saying? But but I believe in freedom of association. I believe if a men's club wants to have a men's club, they should be able to. I believe if women want to have women's sports, they should not have to deal with the tranny in it. But we all have to deal with these types of things because of the civil rights act. And my thing is like that book, it's a boogeyman to say like, it's the same thing the left does all the time when they say like, oh, the right wing are racist Nazis, white nationalists. It's a boogeyman that they use to corral support. So when they say, oh, if you got rid of the Civil Rights Act, oh, we're going to start lynching blacks or something, that's a boogeyman in order to get you to never – it's a thought-terminating type of um, thing to throw out. Mm-hmm. Interesting. And, yeah, I mean, it's in, it's also funny because I feel like that's always what they say with these things. Is, oh, it's temporary. You know, this is just, you know, like with COVID, whatever, you know, just temporary law, emergency powers, you know. Right. Taking off your always, shoes at the airport. Right. Yeah, exactly. These temporary things. And then, uh, oh, it's 20 years later and, and lo and behold. And, and it's just almost sort of a power grab just by the administrative state or whatever kind of taking le- le- legal control over all these different areas of social life. And Yeah, no, definitely. And I think it's like worth mentioning because this just happened. I mean, like New York essentially was able to implement a lockdown when these fires in quotes happened because I kind of don't believe they were, that's what caused it. But they like, and even if that is what caused it, they were immediately able to revert back to like both Basil and I were talking about how our workplaces passed out masks, mm-hmm. places went remote, schools went remote, uh, people were told to work from home, people were told to stay in their houses. So it's like, once they do something, they're able to immediately fall back on There's it. There's a playbook they can fall back yeah. to, yeah. And it's like, and it was really easy to, to re-implement. I mean, I was heartened, I know that there was like, some Twitter discussion making fun of New York, but like I was heartened to see that like a lot of people, at least I saw on the street and a lot of people I know didn't seem to be scared or reacting in any way. Um, there were, and a lot of my friends were even like, I remember like texting with a friend. I was like, Oh, there's a, you know, um, air notice. there's an air notice. And she was like, Oh, I thought that was just a storm. I didn't even realize there was a fire, which is, I was like, you're a little retarded because if you look outside, it like it like looks orange. It looks yeah. like insane. Well, to be fair, for the, for the day before it was orange because like there was a day where it was like orange in the afternoon. But I was like, the day before that, I kind of thought the same thing because like the sky looked weird. I was like, oh, is it about to like be like a summer rain? But it's like, oh wait, why does it smell weird? Whatever. But then the next day it was like fully like the sky was yellow orange. I was like, okay, fuck Canada. But I, I mean, my personal and I'm I'm never gonna back down from this because I I think there's a connection. And I'm going to get really uh, another word that's controversial now, schizo. But I, I really think there's a connection because now there's a few things happening. They have the whistleblower of the U- the UFO guy, right? Oh, my God. Next thing, on, on if you look at local fitness feelings brought this up today, if you look at local Nevada news right now, there's all these police reports of people responding to 10-foot beings in their backyards, um, which feel like incredible. And I, I like Googled it because I couldn't even believe, I, I thought I thought he must be kidding, but I Googled it to see. And there is all these re- news reports in Las Vegas of like people saying, oh, there's a 10-foot being in my backyard. The Hyperboreans are invading yeah, to liberate then, us. Well, <laughs> 
Well, there's literally, there's like M. Night Shyamalan style, like Mexican birthday party, like alien footage. Oh my God. See, it's all, they always run the script. They're so unoriginal. But then it's like, I connected that to what happened in New York. And I'm like, I really feel like they're starting to set up this new thing where there's going to be like, an alien problem like i really think and like and like they're going to be able to tell people to like and i i it sounds so ridiculous but give I, up your guns the aliens are here give <laughs> up your, like you know it's like stay inside the aliens are here it's like oh if you my see god any aliens call the hotline or oh whatever. my god your neighbors might be an alien or they say that they don't want to take the vax they might be possessed by the alien oh my god i hate these people <laughs> like let me read let, i hate the antichrist can i just say on the record i hate the antichrist <laughs> So, like, okay, so here's, like, it's already all over the news. Body cam footage from the Las Vegas police appears to show a bright light move quickly in the sky. The same night, a a resident called and reported aliens. On April 30th at around 11.15, Las Vegas police officers spoke to a citizen on the street before briefly seeing something streak across the sky. The unidentified flying object shines brightly as it moves above the unexplained phenomenon causing the police to launch the investigation. Within an hour, a man called the police to say he saw something fall from the sky and saw two figures moving in his Northwest Valley backyard. Um, During the call of the police, the individual described the figures as aliens and said they could have been between eight feet and 10 feet tall. He described them as having big, shiny eyes and large mouths. He was also smoking a PCP cigarette. No, (laughs) I'm just like, I'm just like, we are like here, like they're doing it. It's happening. And I just can't help but connect all these things of like, this is the new PSYOP. PSYOP, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. My thing too is like two things. Okay. First of all, that whistleblower or whatever that they had that I hate that Tucker even brought up. It was so annoying that he even mentioned it. Someone mentioned is like, if the whistleblower is not hiding his face and speaking from an undisclosed location in a, in a hostile country, I don't trust it. And it's like a hundred percent. That's a very good red flag, like type of like instinctual heuristic to bring about that. And then secondly, it's like, I just, there was um one of Michael Moore's later documentaries after it was embarrassing to be a leftist to me, um, talked about how like the military would run exercises in Detroit and like Philadelphia and stuff like that with like, just like shooting up the fucking place. How does that not click to you in a little bit and be like, huh, maybe they're just like doing military shit. Like, you know, it's like, even like, I, I know people were like, Oh no, I believe like UFOs. And they're like, we've had like, you know, it's like the government's hiding shit. And blah, 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 blah. It's like, even if you believe that that is independent from the fact that it's like, why are we talking about it now? Why is it coming up now? Why are why is it in the news now? Where it's like we were even talking about the Me Too thing earlier, and it was like I was saying women get raped all the time. Women get to touch all the time. Why are we talking about it right now in 2015 or 2016? Because it is serving a it is serving a narrative use in some sort of op. It's like you the, the screen in your house and in your pocket, your phone and your television are not just there naturally for no fucking reason. The things that appear on your screen, someone produced. It's like, why do I have to explain this to a le- oh, someone who calls themselves a leftist? You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> I am an anti-left Marxist. Why do I have to explain to you who's looking down your nose at me trying to explain political economy to me, trying to tell me how the CIA is just co-opting your, your faggot talk, <laughs> trying to look down your nose at me, and I'm here explaining to you, like, well, you know, the show on television have a producer. The producer have certain financial interests in the superstructure. And it's like, you're, f- I hate these retards. I hate that they try to look down at me. You are not my intellectual superior. Please sit your ass down. 
<laughs> what do you think about the alien stuff, eh? What's your take? I mean, I yeah, I basically agree. Um, I think I think Basil framed the situation pretty well, to be honest. My take um, on the actual aliens themselves is um, the aliens, if they exist, are just jinn. They're um, they're other creations from. It's like they're just like uh, Christians might call them demons. We call them jinn. It's like it's. It, I can fit, I can make it work in my um, cosmology. Without having to like get in my house and give up my, uh, I don't have a gun, honestly. Well, that's important to say on the thing. I, I, whoever is listening, I do not have a firearm. You know, it's like, but like you know, give up my guns and like, oh, you have to p- give your license to get on the internet because the aliens say so and whatever. Get the vaccine and become a tranny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, as far as what the aliens are, I am completely agnostic. I think right. there's. A possibility they could be completely fake i think there's a possibility they could be like real aliens that actually control the planet i think they could be like whatever some type of deity or whatever you know there there it could be what any number of things that we have no way of making it also if we like legitimately discovered extraterrestrial life Tucker Carlson said on his thing on Twitter, it's like, it would be the story of the millennium. It would be like on par, it would be beyond discovering fire. It would be beyond the, like, it would be like something that is like so fundamentally to our human existence, human condition type of like revolutionary discovery. And it's like, I don't, uh, call me a skeptic, but I don't think whatever you're talking about right now with this whistleblower is like giving that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I don't know what's going to happen with it. I mean, the like conspiracy theorist in me wants to believe in aliens and the religious side of me wants to believe that there's a spiritual realm that's beyond me. I I do want to believe in those things. And I do think those things are possible. I, I don't have any, no part of me thinks those things are impossible, but I agree with Basil that you have to look at what's happening and why it's happening now. And probably the discovery of aliens is not going to be this media managed like thing that's slowly leaked out in these weird ways like the discovery of aliens will probably be something like undeniable like independence day (laughs) level where they're like you know like you look up and it's like god forbid i'm sick and tired of like historic i'm good with historical events like as much as it sounds not sound like fucking reddit as fuck like i would be so happy if in my lifetime that never happened (laughs) like (laughs) I, yeah, I mean, I don't know, like, to me, I don't think we're, like, about to get invaded by aliens. I think it's more of, like, a slow burn thing, and then this will be in the news, and then whatever, a few years later, it'll come up again, or, you know, like, maybe building up to some potential, like, future super op, but... Yeah, Bill Gates is going to come out and be like, the aliens have actually approved our newest vaccine, and that's the one you have to take. It'll cure you from everything. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah, the or the other funny thing we were laughing about with KB on the last pod was like, the the aliens are going to be all trans. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, yes. Oh my god, I love KB. And they're going to be like, see, the aliens are the aliens are trans. So we do this in every galaxy. Oh, you guys are you guys aren't trans yet? Is that is that it? You guys aren't chopping your dicks off? Yeah, it's like uh, my friend and I, my gay friend and I, had this like long joke once about like if leftists had their way, like what America would be like in fifty years, and it's like a tra- it's like a tranny first lady 
And she's like, as is tradition, we have force femmed all of our boys who are now <laughs> girls. <laughs> and my husband, the eunuch president of the United States, is, um, you know, going to be doing the ceremonial cutting of the dicks. And like, and every, and every male must submit to force feminization upon his 13th birthday. And like, we were like laughing about like all the like, things that they could like come up with you know but there are people who will be but like yes and then also will look down at their nose at you when you tell you're a fucking insane pervert yes i also want to say that i think personally in the way that bill gates was the first or not bill gates uh, bill clinton was the first black president i think melania was the first tranny first lady yes and also trump uh, rose i will take this uh take from roseanne Barr. i thought the bitch was white no kidding uh, 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 when she's like trump was our first female president i'm like oh yeah she was a hundred percent spot on that so it really works it was like a tranny both ways yeah melania is very like trans-coded, I would say. Like, her whole look and, like, the, you know, the plastic surgery. Her so. tucked face. Her tucked yeah. face, yeah. Her, like, deeply surgically enhanced body, her breast implants. Oh, here's an interesting question. Who's your favorite Trump kid? <laughs> um, uh, I don't know. I feel like they're kind of like they're a package deal um i guess the goony like red ginger one yeah the i know what you're talking about he yeah i forget what is eric eric yeah my favorite's easily ivanka really i feel like that's a good answer eric is also a great answer just for like the goofiness my answer is tiffany oh because for a bunch of reasons because tiffany is fully american she doesn't have some weird eastern european slavic mother Right, she's like American, American next girl next door. She's um, engaged to some Lebanese uh, billionaire, like billion, like she's heir. married. She's married. She's married to an heir oh, to some like wow. Lebanese billionaire. Uh, so like that's awesome. She also <laughs> um, she's an attorney. I love that. Um, and also, really? no, really, yeah, she's like she's an attorney. She's also not autistic in the way that the other ones are, and she's also like no autist obsess over her the way that they do over Baron, where they're like Baron is our god king, and it's like no one does it over Tiffany. And she also has this great pop song, and I'm like, oh, she is the one. I think wow. I just like Ivanka because Ivanka. I underestimated like, her to be honest. She's great. Ivanka's glam. I yeah, she's iconic. living my like. I was reading this article about what she's up to, and I was like, I want Ivanka's life because she'll be the first female president. Or anything. She was like, so what she's doing right now is they're renovating their evil lizard billionaire house on Jupiter's island. <laughs> so they bought this like forty million dollar house and they're renovating it. And then while they're renovating it, which they plan, the renovations are going to take years. I don't know how you buy a $40 million house and need to do years of renovations. But while they're doing that, they're renting some like $50,000 a month, like Miami condo. Amazing. And I was like, she is just living the dream. Like- I want my, <laughs> I want my elites to be aspirational. I want my elites to be hot. Like Ivanka rich, like Ivanka spending retarded money. Like Ivanka. I want her to say a slur and she will really be my queen. But it's like, I don't want elites that are like, Kamala Harris. I don't want elites like Pete Buttigieg. I don't want elites like disgusting, dysgenic, gross people. I want hot. Like Lori Lightfoot. Lori Light. Oh, Lord have mercy. Yeah, no, I want Ivanka. Have you seen Ivanka in a hijab? I have. Oh, there's a clip that I have of Ivanka in a hijab in Dubai, like just like touching the wall of a mosque. And it's like something about it, like, is like, makes me electric. I don't know what it is. (laughs) 
She's very glamorous. I agree. It, it is. It was nice to be. I mean, Trump isn't hot, but it was nice to be ruled by hot people for a little while. Yeah. You know, it was a it was a nice change of pace to have some hotties up in there. Don't worry, it's coming back. I think. Oh, no, maybe. I also love that clip of Bill Clinton looking at Ivanka's tits at the inauguration. And Hillary just like sneering at him. Very. Um, I was like, he's got that dog in him. Right? Oh, still got it. Still got it. <laughs> what is he on? on his fifth pig heart valve artery, he's got it. I love it. Yeah, he was thinking about Ivanka sitting on his face for sure. Like he was like he was in that he was in that uh, he was in that that gooning space. Um, anyway, I, I like that clip. Yeah, I don't, so, I don't know where we're at. <laughs> oh, wait, so, okay, we covered, we covered the Afghan Kardashians, we covered my race play take, we covered, um, Montgomery County, Montgomery County, protests. and also the Canadians this week, and that we should be hand-in-hand hand as anti-vaccine, anti-mandate, anti-CRT, anti Ukraine anti-gender ideology and law, we should also be supporting these Muslims as they stand up with our, oh, well, this is an important thing that I think we should talk about, too, is, like, you know, I'm sure there are... Well, I'm actually going to a talk tomorrow about the Nazis in the Ukraine, which ooh. I'm excited about. <laughs> because if you, I don't know if you guys saw that New York Times article that was like um, some huge percentage of Ukrainian soldiers are now sporting the Nazi regalia on their uniforms. It's like... 30% or something. And like the Azov the, Battalion. The Azov yeah. And then like the New, the New York Times had to be like, well, you have to understand the complex history of... It's like, nice try, <laughs> nice try, New York Times. You're not going to make me like the Ukrainians. Like, nice try, try again. No. You can tell me they're all wearing Hugo Boss and they're all like hot six foot four blonde guys. No, you're not going to make me like them. We're a team. We're riding with Russia on this one. Fuck NATO. At least for me, I'm speaking. No, we feel the same way. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I want NATO to lose, but I think it's, I think it's just funny that, um, like in the U.S., if anyone even like Maddie, let's 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 go to some like retard like Maddie Healy, <laughs> like he did that stupid Nazi salute at his concert, which is which is lame and boring because like shock rockers like whatever Marilyn Manson yes. have been doing shit like that for like yeah. decades, so it's like. To me, I'm like, that doesn't make him a Nazi, whatever. Like, it's a stupid, gimmicky, rock star bullshit thing. Just like his kissing is a stupid, gimmicky, rock star bullshit thing. But I think it's funny that people will, like, clutch their pearls over Maddie Healy doing that. And then they're just like, yes, send another $50 billion <laughs> to, to the them. actual Nazis. <laughs> to, like, yeah. the actual, like, real Nazis. <laughs> so I, yeah. I think it says something that Maddie Healy is doing that. Yeah, obviously, he's not the first person to, like, Marilyn Manson, obviously, like, would do that. It's like... But I think it's telling because it's like the kissing guys thing is not actually transgressive. That that Nazi salute is actually transgressive. We all obviously understand it's like a joke and it's like ironic and it's whatever. It's transgressive. It's like, but that actually is like full, like, you know, like trends come every 30 years or whatever. It's like, that is actually back to being transgressive. That's like when people were talking about like Taylor Swift and him were dating and like people would um, post the picture of Taylor Swift just like at a concert, but her arm is at like a 45 degree angle. So it just like looks like she's giving like an emphatic salute, Roman salute. And it's like, yeah, that is actually transgressive because these faggot leftists will be like, oh, 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 oh. and it's like, so yeah, you kind of like lead into it a little bit. But um, yeah, but it's one with the Ukraine thing. It's like, I mean, it's one of those things where they're, it's like, they have some kind of like underclass ethnic group that they 
make do like the Russians have that too. All like their only like actual soldiers are all like these Chechnyan guys. Or yeah. Whatever. And it's the same thing with Ukraine. We're basically the only like group in the country that knows how to fight is this like Nazi paramilitary group. Right. The Azov battalion that is, is essentially the Ukrainian army. But it's just ironic because the people here who will tell you that, I don't know, you don't worship disabled black trannies enough, you're an actual Nazi, will will go out of their way to go through the mental gymnastics of being like, well, you know, it's more complicated than that. Also, those same people who would have been the first in line to say that, like, oh, you think Obama being a black president uh, made America not racist? They'll be the first in line to be like, Zelensky's Jewish. Right. Yeah. As literally. if like as if like the fact that they have a Jewish president, like you guys spent eight years telling us that America was still racist with a black president. Now you're telling us Ukraine can't be anti-Semitic Nazis because they have a Jewish president? Like it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't even I don't even care if they were like I don't even care if they weren't Nazis. The fact of the matter is it's just like very obviously the way Afghanistan was for the past 20 years, Ukraine is currently serving as like a money laundering scheme for the defense industry to funnel taxpayer money to themselves through a third party of the Ukrainian government. So it's like I don't care what they believe. It's fuck NATO on this side. It's yeah. Putin, please hard in your heart strike them more it's like that's what we were talking like i don't care what they believe you know and it's like at the end of the day like i said earlier it's like i just don't have the zeal with these retards anymore it's like you don't believe anything you the, if you're gonna come into my comments and my replies talking about like oh ukraine is actually doing a wonderful i'm gonna search your account and you're also gonna pretend to believe that trans women are women and that we need trans rights it's like I'm not going to engage with you because you are a retard who has signaled your allegiance to my enemies. So it's like, I just don't even care what they believe. So it's like, I welcome the hatred of retards. <laughs> well, it's funny too, because a lot of the stuff comes back to the LGBT thing is like one of the big narratives they talk about with Ukraine too. Like, you know, like Putin hates gay people. We have to protect them, protect the LGBTQ book clubs, you know. There's that one reporter that they have who's a tranny, who's like a blonde tranny who got a, blew up his own hand or something. Remember? No. There's like, there, yeah, they have this one like who's like <laughs> intrepid reporter who's like embedded with the Ukrainians, and he's like a tranny. He's like a blonde tranny. He also posts like a dead body a couple months ago. And it's like this is so grotesque. Like, ob- but obviously, like try to explain to a tranny what the line of decency is, and it's like try to explain fucking you know astrophysics to a toddler. It's like they just simply don't get it. They're guntards. But it's um. <laughs> But it's like, yeah, it's it's because, like we were saying at the beginning with CIA, the same thing with NATO, it's like, it is an inextricable part of the legitimating narrative of the Anglo-American mm-hmm. financial empire with its capitals on Wall Street and the city of London. Sorry that you call yourself a leftist and a Marxist, but you don't know the fucking first thing about the fucking political structure we live in under. Like, I'm just like, it's like, yeah, no, your little fucking tranny guntard shit, you might as well be the fucking Nazi you, you, Hitler youth. You don't realize it because you're like, oh, no, but we're gooning. It's like, who cares? You're just doing a degenerate version of the same shit. I also think it's funny, like, how they got rid of that uh, that prima ballerina who was Russian because she wouldn't, like, publicly denounce Russia. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, first off, what... Okay, I'm gonna make a, I'm gonna make a, I guess, a transphobic joke. Remember that uh, tranny who, like, passed the ballet uh, exam, like, the first one? And it was, like, she was, like, brick as fuck. Like, like, <laughs> like she was, like, refrigerator, like... 
it was like me, it would be like me, my six two hairy self in a leotard, like trying to like plie across the it was like I was like, oh my god. And I was like, I cannot believe this person passed this test. It's a demoralization. And, it's, and, it's, and, it, and it is demoralizing because like I'm like ballet, this ancient, it's supposed to the whole point is that it's like these like beautiful women who like starve themselves to be able to like do this thing and it like damages their bodies for life, but they're like doing it for the art. I'm like that's what's supposed to be amazing about it. But anyway, I just thought it was interesting. This like prima ballerina got like, you know, basically like fired because she refused to denounce Russia. And I'm like, since when do we hold everyone to what their country's doing? I mean, right. that's like, like we, we, we wouldn't do that with any other ethnic group. Like we don't, it would be so offensive in America if I went up to Basil and was like, Oh, you're a you're an Afghani, so you support everything the Taliban does, which I know you I know you kinda do, but I'm just like but I'm just saying, like people would say that that was like so racist, but like with Russophobia, it's like or like all those New York retarded New Yorkers that were like, Oh, you're gonna go eat at a Russian restaurant? And I'm like, What? <laughs> like Cause it goes back to the same thing where it's like, this is what like conservatives do all the time is that they try to hypocrisy. They point out the hypocrisy like, Oh my God, what if this little shoe was on the other foot or, Oh look, they're doing this. Like, you know, it's like, obviously that's like racist and insane, but it's like, it doesn't matter. It's like, it's like, Oh, well that doesn't make any sense. If the trainees believe this or they have to believe that it's like, no, it, none of it matters. It's just a friend enemy distinction. It's just about exerting power, censoring their enemies, elevating their friends. Like when you code a certain way, when you, present a certain way that you pledge your allegiance to the the powers that be you can say whatever the fuck you want but if it's ambiguous like you're a russian ballet person that and you're not willing to be emphatic vocally about your allegiance well you're on the outskirts we're going to apply pressure we're going to do xyz it's like i also think it's funny because why does a ballerina have to talk about politics at all i don't want to hear a ballerina no. Why would I, I ballerinas are like twinks and, and most women uh, they should be seen and not heard. Yeah, ballerinas shouldn't <laughs> talk. What? It's like hello. That's like the whole dance, monkey dance. Yeah, they're not they're not supposed to be vote it's a it's a vocalist, voiceless But we have fucking basketball players telling us to get the fucking vaccine. So it's like at this point what what can I even say? Oh my god. Love okay. sports. I have something I want to talk about. Brittany Griner. I heard her voice for the first time at the Met Gala. I don't know. It was sh shocking. I really don't know with that one. I it really don't know. Shocking. I don't know what to believe. I mean, people come to me as for better or for worse. People come to me with all kinds of stuff with my DMs. Like, oh, what about? Like, Basil, what do you think about this? She has a manlier voice yes. than you and me. Well, yes. Well, and you have to consider too that she. This was after she was really spent like years in that russian prison or whatever seven think, months seven months you, you yeah, think they were giving her gender you why you think they were giving her gender I, affirming I care mean, i don't know what was <laughs> happening there but yeah no i saw this thing too the post on world star hip-hop of her like shooting basketball like i'm such a faggot shooting like shooting around at the pool like with like a pool hoop and like she has her shirt off and there's no breast tissue i'm like what's going on here I was just like watching her and I was like, I'm a little bit like turned on by her because she's six, seven. She has this like intense oh masculine voice. Could it be me? It's a little too, not for me. It's not like, it's, it's not for me. If you know what I'm saying? But I was just, I, I don't know what to say about it. I was just confused because I was like, what the fuck is going on? 
Yeah, and, no one, and, and, and what's weird is no one talks about it. No one mentions it. And yeah. to go back to what we were talking about earlier about like the Sally, Jesse, Raphael, and the Maury, and the Springer, and all that stuff, you know who would get to the fucking bottom of this? Maury Povich, bring out Brittany Greer and have the audience go, that's a man, Maury, that's a woman. I, that was my favorite episode whenever I fake sick. And it's like, is it a man? Is it a woman? And it's like, we got to figure it out with Brittany What is her? Greer? Greer? Reiner. Reiner. I guess she could be intersex, which they love to... She'd be the first. <laughs> well there was that other one Castor Semenya or whatever oh no I, I know one too who's like now currently like trying to be famous like I'll see him on uh, YouTube ads and like his whole shtick now is like I'm intersex I'm like bitch I knew you back when we all knew you were a boy I'm like what the fuck are you talking about Like, but it's like the I, feel, is a I, new way. I feel really guilty because like my, the pervert in me really wants to find I want to see an intersex's 99% of the time you can put them in one box or the other but I just want to, what does it look like up in there, you know, down in the... Well, that's the thing. The, the Poonan area. Most, 99% of the time, it's like, it's it's just slightly weird, you know? There's no such thing as actual true uh, hermaphroditism. Oh, do you want to hear the new thing that I'm hearing, too, which is cracking me up? Um, this is from some uh, gooning pages, so I'm going <laughs> to go. But, like, there's, I found this whole... Probably, I found this whole... Probably, probably, probably from my association with Basil... I found this whole like Twitter page that was like limp dicked bottoms getting fucked by giant black cocks. Um, you like, got that from you got that from Howling Mutant. You did not get that from me. You got that from Howling Mutant. In the okay. Anyway, you might like. <laughs> anyway, I clicked on it and I was like, oh, this is kind of hot. Like, I like watching these like limp dicked white boys getting like you know just just like you know. But then I started like watching it, and they they kept calling like the guys with the little dicks, and they kept calling them like clits. Like yep. that was that was part of the like, you know, hotness. I guess they were like, when you have a clit, you're just supposed to be fucked by a man. This but is then, sexy hypno point. This but, is sexy hypno point. But then, but then, no way. It gets great. It gets crazier. Then I saw some leftist account after I clicked on that and watched it for purely educational purposes. <laughs> um, I saw some leftist account being like, well, actually, genitalia. You know, if you a really penis is just a big clip. Well, but then they were like, then they were like saying, like, if you follow, like, the they were trying to claim that different sizes of penises are an indication of a spectrum of gender. Oh my lord! Because because, because <laughs> if you go from if you go from like a nine inch long down to like a four incher, it's like they're like, see, there is a spectrum. It's oh like, my it's god! Like, it's These like people are <laughs> sex pervert, because they were like making their politics, their gooning. But and, and they were and, and they were trying to explain it, and they're like, then you could look at women, and like some women have bigger clitoris. Oh my So they were trying. So they were trying to. So they were trying to claim that that's so. If you have a smaller dick, you're closer to women i guess oh, they were trying to claim that. well no yeah that's but that's the thing that goes to the sissy hypno porn thing and it's like these it goes back to the race play thing if you acknowledge your whatever small penis humiliation femdom sissification bimbo whatever gooning thing as a fetish that you have you can keep it in the bedroom and not make it your politics but these liberals cannot do that so they have to be like actually trans rights are rights because if you put my little dicklet in a cage and you fuck me in my ass I'm kind of like a woman it's like fuck you you fucking sicko here's my number <laughs> 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 I just thought that was the craziest argument I'd ever heard. I was like, they're trying to claim sexual, like some sort of like spectrum by like 
penis size. Oh, just cracking no, no. Me. Well, I'm also all very much that too. I, I love talking about real men and failed men and all that stuff. But, but it's, it, like, but it's, it's, like, tra- it's tradition. How stressful must that be? Like, imagine being a 14-year-old boy. You, you're measuring your dick. You know, for the so first sad. for the first time in your bedroom, <laughs> and, 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 and he's like, and he's like, I can't relate. And he's like, I can't relate. I've always been a man, always felt like a man. I don't know what you're talking about. Basil, Basil, Basil's had some has had some drinks, but oh, like, yeah. but I was like, but I was like, um, I, I was just like, imagine thinking like, oh, I guess I'm closer to a, a clip. Maybe I should. These poor kids. These poor kids. I don't know. Wouldn't that be confusing? Yeah. Anything, you think? Yeah, no, it wouldn't be like, yeah, it would be crazy people out there. Crazy, sure, people yeah. There. And if you're like teaching that in like school, potentially, uh, like I'm learning that in school, imagine your fucking sixth grade math teacher be like, well, you know, if your little dicklet fits in a little cage like this, and here everyone pass the cage around, make sure everyone, make sure everyone sees like, this is a chastity. <laughs> but like, oh I can't breathe. <laughs> But I was saying, like, <laughs> Q was saying that he went from that to a leftist site, a leftist page, and I'll let you in on a little secret. The best race play uh, accounts on Twitter are all run by fucking DSA leftists. You, you, like, I promise you. And, like, they'll say it right in the bio. Oh, my God. <laughs> anyway, one thing I, I did fuck up on is I saw a copy of Genderqueer at, at a bookstore. <laughs> Um, that book that they're trying to ban, and I wish I picked it up because I wanted to actually flip through it. The book that's like showing the mm-hmm. showing the girl sucking the uh, the dildo on the other girl, and like that those, that that book's like in schools or whatever. <laughs> These people are sick, which seems boring. I saw. I remember being in fifth or fourth grade, and because I used to be, I was one of those kids that would go after school to the library, and I had like a library gang, and we like hang out and get into mischief, and like do all kinds of shit, set things on fire. Um, they had a book that was like very much like your body is normal, and it was like um, I've actually seen it on the timeline of people being being like this book is pornographic, but I was like I remember that book from like whatever two thousand four or whatever. And it's like very much like, oh, have you ever seen your pussy in the fucking mirror? Take a take a hand mirror to it, and it's like very like cartoonish detailed drawings of like pussies and dicks. It's like us just being like he 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 he, and it's like that was not pornographic the way that like gender queer and stuff is. And it's like, but it also goes out to this thing where it's like people just assume that when it's like, oh no, I don't want. I want transgenderism eradicated from public life as far as like law and institutions. They think as like like you're like some sort of like insane reactionary prude. I'm like, no, it's just like I just don't want to live in insane clown world with you. Whew. Wow. Yeah. What an app, guys. What an app. Yeah. We have we have eight more minutes to kill. So we have to we have to talk about one more thing. All right, everybody, um, get your albaline out. Get your get your <laughs> get your poppers out. We're good in. <laughs> Uh, there was the other book I saw that was like talking about, which, uh, I put in the, I put on my page and it was like talking about how to finger your butt. Oh my God. Can we talk about anything else? <laughs> and I was like, kids are getting Is it that complicated? <laughs> right. It's like, there's only two in- in- ingredients involved. Like your finger and your butt. What's funny and not to get too graphic is like as a gay teenage boy fantasizing about guys, you know, like. Okay, I'll say it. I there, there was a finger that went up there, here and there. And <laughs> I didn't need um I didn't need I didn't need anyone 
I really. Oh my god! This was this was before. This I is an after hours episode. Oh, but it was but like. But here's the thing, like it my was, Afghan Muslim followers are going to fucking throw me off a roof. Okay, but my point is, it was before I'd seen any porn. I had a very rudimentary understanding of what gay sex might be. You're like the sharpie like, will fit. But yeah, but like you still like you. I'm just saying, like you don't need your teacher you don't need miss harris in no. fifth period to be like oh let's look at the butt fingering uh, no and i slide. saw that i saw that this week they were they had like an ap anatomy class so it's like juniors in high school it's okay whatever but still the fucking bitch had a fucking full-on diagram of like a taint and balls and ass like well you know some homosexuals enjoy when you stick a finger you don't even have to put it inside you can just like rub the taint and it's like i yeah, they were. The, I can't. The it's diagram included that. It included uh, rubbing the gooch. But I call remember, me a traditionalist. Call me a reactionary. Call me a Nazi. So I is just this like a real thing that was used in a school. Yes, or? it is a real yeah. thing. But here's the thing: like, I remember I was friends with some freak ass girls in high school, and like, I remember the girls saying, "Like, these are this was in Texas, right? This was in a conservative area." And I still remember girls saying things like laughing and being like, oh, my boyfriend liked it when I put a finger up his butt. And so, like, kids figure this out. They figure out how to touch themselves. They don't need their teachers to be... (laughs) In the conservative South, butt play is the way to go because it's like it doesn't count. That's the loophole. That's the little Afghan loophole. I'm just saying these, like, super... These, like, super hetero girls were already, like... You can stick a finger up a guy's butt and he'll come in you. And like, I don't like, they like, (laughs) anyway, anyway, um, the funniest tweet I ever saw is, um, you learned about pegging from broad city. I learned about pegging from my 16 year old boyfriend when he taught me how to peg him with a water bottle. Oh my God. I learned about pegging from Miss Quinn in sixth grade health class. And it's like, what is going on? Anyway, a little bit of Sharia will save this country. We need we the people are crying out for just a little bit of Sharia. We need what do you what do you what as a as a parent a what do you, what do you hope for for your kids' sex education when it comes around? Who knows what it'll be by then? They might be showing tentacles. He's sending porn. them to a convent. <laughs> no, I don't know. I mean, I just hope it's normal. I don't know. Good I, luck. I, but I would you like prefer they, would you prefer to talk to your own children about sex? Ideally, I, I would. I would say, yeah, I think I could. Did you have a sex talk with your parents? I never did. I never did. And I had a perfectly good sex life. (laughs) Yeah, no, it wasn't. Yeah, it wasn't. And I mean. When did you lose um, your virginity, eh? (laughs) 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 On his his wedding night? (laughs) The fuck? The fuck? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, yeah, I mean, I was, I was, I've I always actually been, do uh, remember your wife making a joke uh, after your wedding, being like, "Well, I did it, lost my virginity." <laughs> well, I was yeah. wearing white. <laughs> I mean, What'd I've been, a, I'm a serial monogamous, on honestly. So that's what. So I like fifteen, <laughs> something, yeah, in that realm in high school. Oh my god, <laughs> guys! You've just listened to an hour and a half of me and Q trying to groom a. <laughs> <laughs> anyway well i can't think of do you guys have anything else I'm you want to bring up it. 
Um, it's been A's whole life. A's whole life has been around homosexuals attempting to groom him. So, you know, I wish we would just get back oh. to when that was the norm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Do you have well, any final words? This... A, any final thoughts? Do you want to announce that you agree with everything I've ever said and will ever say on the internet? (laughs) (laughs) And that you will defend it with your life? (laughs) Well, as you mentioned, there's no one who I agree with 100% of the time. But I will say I I do, yeah. I feel like Basil has some uh, insightful takes for sure. And I think that, yeah, there's uh, definitely... I don't know. People tend to have a surface level reaction to some of your takes. And I think if, it, if upon a little bit of consideration, it, it starts to see, make a little more sense. Okay. Can I, can I, I bring something up? Can I bring something up last minute? <laughs> just, to get us over, <laughs> just to get us over the, 30, the 130 mark. Uh, so I've been back on Instagram and all the ads for me are for these weird games where you could like, <laughs> you can like, pop temples and stuff like that and choose oh, your God. own adventure and someone someone just wrote i don't think you realize how subversive and meaningful it is and in a case of in an age of increased queer phobia arguably the most famous queer person in the world right now oh wait oh no he's not actually tweeting about that but it was cracking me up because those games are all like like the per- the girl walks in the cartoon and she has like a fucked up face and then the doctor starts doing all this stuff to her. Have you guys not seen this? There's, <laughs> there's, there's oh, one yeah. where it's an ad no. where it's like a choose your own adventure and she walks in on her husband like wearing lingerie and you have to choose like <laughs> what do you do leave him or stay and then you click one and take. I've never obviously downloaded one, but <laughs> maybe this is a bad topic. All right, guys, that was thoughts and prayers. I I honestly have no idea what you were talking about. Do you not watch Doctor Pimple Popper? Well, Dr. we're just going to end this with a, a, a un, an, an undying pledge of loyalty to Basil and a confirmation <laughs> that he is not that bad. Basil's a sweetheart. Love yeah. it. Love to hear it. To know right, him is to love him. Aww. All right. <laughs> Talk to everyone later. Bye. Bye.